Hello and welcome to another episode of the Kingdom Podcast. I'm your host, Kenneth Woodard, and today we're going to be talking about the second caning of Christ. This is not that difficult of a topic um, for most people. I would give the hesitancy score here a 5 out of 10, meaning that I think 5 out of 10 preachers are possibly unwilling to have an in-depth conversation about this, but probably the other half don't mind because people tend to have pretty strong um, beliefs about this and are willing to talk about it. Again, I called this the second coming of Christ, and I didn't stutter. That's a play on words. The common phrase, the second coming of Christ, I've changed the word coming to caming because there's increasing number of pastors and church leaders who do not believe Christ is coming back, but rather believe he already did in AD 90. I think this is relevant today. Number one, because if your church or church leaders do not believe that Christ is coming back, I think that sets up a misalignment in goals as Christians and the lifestyle choices that Christians should make. Number two, not in all cases, but there are some who believe that Christ already came. And I think the fruit of some of those beliefs tends towards a somewhat hedonistic lifestyle and conformity to the world. Uh, where those who believe that Christ is still coming back and are preparing for Christ's imminent return tend to be more of a separating lifestyle, right? They have a more sanctified lifestyle, such as the virgins in Matthew 25 who kept their lamps trimmed and burning. Number three, where churches and church leaders land on this critical issue also sets up how people respond to the perils of the day. Of course, Jesus said that before he returns, there will be wars and rulers, rumors of wars and pestilence and an antichrist and the abomination of desolation and the mystery, Babylon and the 666 on the forehead and, and on the arm and, or, or on the right hand. Well, if Christ already came, that would mean that all of these things have come and gone. In other words, none of these things that you see today are any kind of end time pestilence or the setting up of a one world government or movement to worship the beast or the 666 mark of the beast. Things that you see today where it says that you cannot buy or sell in Revelation 13 unless you have the mark. We don't need to worry about any of that today, right? None of it at all. Number four, unity. Jesus said that he desired that we all be as one as he and the Father are one. How can this happen if we don't agree on one of the most central tenets of our faith? Christ's return. So in this podcast, we're going to dive into Matthew 24 and other surrounding arguments uh, for the claim that Christ has already come. We'll also dive into Revelations to explore the opposite claim. The key to this whole discussion is the word generation, because in Matthew 24, 34, Jesus, when he's describing the end times, says that truly this generation will not pass until all these things take place. Some say that that word generation means 40 years max. That would have mean that Jesus would have to return by AD 90. Others say that generation can mean the time of man or the epoch of man. So Christ's return can actually still hold off for another couple millennia and Christ would still be, you know, true to his word. We're going to have to explore both theories and then I'll tell you what my belief is. So there's your prelude to the conversation, and it's going to be a good one, and I think it's also going to be helpful. So 
Subscribe to the Kingdom Podcast today to get the full episode. Again, I want to see 500 downloads by the end of this year, so please help me get there. Subscribe, share this podcast with your friends, and support the Kingdom Podcast. Please click the link below. Uh, You can find it in the comments. Thank you in advance. Again, I'm your host, Kenneth Woodard of the Kingdom Podcast. Welcome to the show.